Our guest today on The Big Film Buffet has been scaring us for over 30 years. You know him as the author of the iconic book series Goosebumps and the Fear Street stories, which have just landed on Netflix as a scary new film trilogy. Please welcome one of my personal heroes, R.L. Stein. Yay! Oh, thank you. Now you're embarrassing me. <laughs> Between Goosebumps and Fear Street, does it delight you to know that you've probably scared an entire generation of people? A lot of generations. <laughs> to you, I'm nostalgia. That took a long time to get used to, you know? Yeah. The nostalgia. Yeah. But now I love it, of course. What is it like being a cultural touchstone? I, no one ever called me a touchstone before. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Someone someone today called me a talisman. <laughs> oh. So that, wait a minute. Wait, that's going too far, you know? <laughs> that's just saying you're old. That's all that's saying. <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm who's luckier than I am all these years? You know, Goosebumps next month starts its 30th year. Who ever heard of a book series lasting 30 years? It's incredible. There have been over 100 Fear Street. I just feel I'm, I'm so lucky and lucky to get to scare generations. I mean, you have been scaring kids for as long as we've both been alive and i was reading about your childhood you described yourself as a child as being very scared of things what kind of things were you scared of i was i was a very a terrible way to be a kid i was very shy and very fearful my family was very poor and we lived on the edge of a very wealthy community so i automatically felt like an outsider but I was afraid of all kinds of things. I was afraid. I used to ride my bike around the neighborhood in the evening. And then I would come home and it would be dark. And I always thought something was lurking in the garage. Ooh. Something or somebody was waiting in the garage. And I used to take my bike and just heave it into the garage and go <laughs> running into the house. That kind of, that kind of fear. <laughs> right. Which is horrible. It's horrible when you're a kid. But later on. Of course, when I was writing these scary books, it came in very handy. I could think back and I could remember that feeling of being a kid, that feeling of panic. And it, I think it helped me write the books. I was wondering about that living kind of in the corner of this like kind of wealthy neighborhood. But is that the kind of insp inspiration for the towns of Shadyside and, and Sunnyvale and Fear Street? You know, I grew up in Ohio in a very you know quiet suburb. And I think Shadyside, when I pictured it, I pictured my old neighborhood. In the books, uh, Shadyside is this normal suburban town of, you know, wealthier people, less wealthy people. And there's one street, one cursed place in this normal town called Fear Street. And I always wondered, well, why didn't people move to Happy Street? <laughs> why did they, why, why did they stay there? You know? <laughs> Uh, as a young reader, something that I have to credit you with instilling in me is being drawn to horror and things that are frightening and scary that are balanced with humor. And what do you think is key about balancing horror and humor in creating horror aimed at young audiences? Well, you know, I, I never planned to be a scary guy. It never was my idea. It was, I was always funny. And I did a humor magazine for kids called Bananas for 10 years. And I wrote maybe 100 joke books. <laughs> so when I started doing these scary books, I don't really want to terrify kids. So if a scene starts to get too intense, I throw in something funny. 
something funny at the end, something that shocks you at the end of every single chapter. And then you say, oh, I have to I have to read one more chapter. I have to read one more chapter. It's a cheap gimmick. A lot of people, a lot of authors <laughs> think it's, it's a cheap gimmick. But yeah. It keeps kids reading. They have to read one more chapter. Because what are these books about? What are these books about, really? They're about what happens next. Yeah. You've kind of unlocked the code of binge reading before it was kind of popularized by streaming networks, really. Like, you were uh, onto it. Yeah, binge. You- no one talks about binge reading. That's great. <laughs> I like yeah, that. That's, that was your invention. You did that. I mean, to bring it to the films, the first Fear Street film is out now on Netflix, part one, 1994. And as someone who was so part of the horror genre of the 90s, how do you think horror or spookiness in general has changed over the last few decades? Well, this movie is a big change from what I've done. The Fear Street movies are scarier than Goosebumps, mm. and they're scarier than Fear Street. Mm. Yeah. There's so much more gore and slashing and blood and yeah. screaming. <laughs> you know, that's, very, that's a very change. I, kids haven't changed. You know, I, I always think these books could have been written back in the 50s when I was a kid. They had, Kids don't, because your fears never change. Mm. Kids are still afraid of the dark, afraid of being lost, afraid there's somewhere they've never been beat, something's in the closet. All the fears are the same. The only thing that's really changed is the technology. Cell phones. Cell phones have ruined mysteries. There are five teenagers in a cabin. One of them is a murderer. What are you going to do? You take your phone. You call for help. It looks over. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Book's ended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had I spent a lot of time getting rid of the phones and getting rid of all the screens and the stories so that we can have a real story. Do you have a favorite horror film yourself? I do. It's ancient. It's from nineteen thirty three. There are other horror films I like. It's called Island of Lost Souls. <gasps> I love that movie. It's Bella Lugosi and mm-hmm. Robert Armstrong from King Kong. You you like this movie? I love it's, this movie. I, I think it's amazing. Dr. Moreau on this island, and he's experimenting on animals. He's trying to turn animals into humans. And he has all these horrible, failed experiments, and these poor creatures that he's created. It's really, really creepy movie. When it came out, this is true. When it came out in 1933, audiences were so upset by it, they actually threw up in their seats. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true. the kind of benchmark that you go for in with your books? We aim for that. <laughs> I don't know if we achieved it. Did we achieve it in Fear Street? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, find, we'll find out. Speaking of these kind of horrific images, when I kind of spoke to people about the fact that we were going to be interviewing you, a lot of people had very visceral memories of specific images that have jumped out at them from reading a Goosebump series, from reading Fear Street. Is there a particular horror image that you're very proud of or that you feel a lot of fondness for? Well, there are a bunch. People still come up to me and say, I never forgot that scene where the boy put his arm down the garbage disposal. Oh, yeah. You know that? <laughs> That's yeah. pretty yes. bad. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you the best murder I ever did. And it's from a brand new Fear Street. It's from Ooh. a recent book called The Lost Girl, which just came out a year or so ago. 
It takes place behind this horse stable. And the girl is watching when these two men drag her father out and they rip off his shirt and they tie him to the ground. They attach him to stakes on his back. He's lying on his oh back on the ground. <laughs> and no, you haven't heard it yet. That's, oh. the, that's the good part. I'm already creeped out. Though. <laughs> they, I'm tingling. They, they pour honey over him and <gasps> then they pour oats on top of the honey. Then they open the stable doors and they have all these starving horses inside. And they let out these starving horses and they go for the honey and oats and they devour her father Whoa. as she watches. That's a <laughs> good Lord. kill. That's a great kill. That's a great murder. And it probably would feel pretty good for a, maybe 45 seconds before yeah. it started to feel really bad. That's right. <laughs> and it would smell delicious. They'd have to be very hungry horses, I think. The first instalment of the Fear Street film trilogy is out now on Netflix. Parts 2 and 3 dropping this Friday and next Friday. R.L. Stein, thank you so much for joining us on the Big Film Buffet. Thank you. I really had fun. Stay scary, everyone. <laughs>